This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, and he is raring to go. He's our man, Tony Shore. Tony, what's happening? I am ready, willing, and able. Ready, willing, and ready to kick the tires and light (laughs) the fires. Well, yeah, I'm excited because it's always fun. These episodes where uh, you're answering questions you got from people at your uh, workshops, at your uh, the classes you teach, uh-huh. or for, or from our listeners, they call in with questions. I love that uh, because they're usually questions I would have or I do have. So uh, it's perfect, and I love to get your take, especially with the craziness that's out there in the world of finance right now. But I've been great. Uh, I'm doing well. I've been super busy. I've been too busy to really know how I'm doing. You know what I mean? You ever get that way? Tony, I get that way all the time. But before we move on, a couple things got to go through. Number one, give me your pick for the Super Bowl right now. I'm going Bengals by seven. I'm going Rams by seven. Okay, well, so uh, uh, what's I'll, I'll, bet, I'll I'll wager you a box of calf. How about yes, that? Yes, a box of calf. You're on. All right, I, All I'll right. owe you a box of calf. Uh, if uh, if the Rams win, do we want to do points or just take Rams Bengals? Uh, I think I, I I say I say we just go heads up. I say it's okay. uh, I think it's going to be Bengals seven. Uh, I think uh, I. I Feel like the the playoffs are going to be a good precursor for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a close game. It will. It's going to literally come down to the last two minutes and whoever has the ball last. And I feel like if that's Joe Burrow, we're going to see Bengals by seven. Hmm. Yeah, I should have probably said by three. Uh, I think one team or the other will win, and I, I guess I, I probably lean toward by three because it's going to come down to the wire and oh, so, yeah. it's too, so many games, uh, so many games this year. So many games this year came down to the walk-off field goals. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so by three or two. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I'll say Rams by and seven. You say Bengals by seven. I kind of, you know, hope the Bengals as the underdogs and haven't been there in so long win. But on the other hand, I think the Rams, I just think uh, they might have an edge. And the Rams they have are the home like, field advantage. The Rams are like the, I, I think the Buccaneers were last year. They they went out and they said, you know what? We're going to put a team together of, of veterans. We're not going to have projects. We're going to put the best field of veterans, uh, best on the field of veterans we can, we can find. And by God, we're going to throw all the chips in for one season and see what happens. 
And I feel like that's that's they're the Buccaneers of last year, right? That's because true. That's Fournette, true. Fournette was added later in the year in the Bucks. Uh, you know, obviously they picked up Tom Brady, uh, greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, you've you know you got Mike Evans. You you just had so many pieces that they had on the field last wow. year. And yeah. then this year, you know, you got Von Miller, you got Odell Beckham, you got Matthew Stafford, you got yep. Cup. I mean, it's they're they're the Buccaneers of this year. So that's true. I, I do look here. I'm going to be happy no matter who wins because Matthew Stafford, Georgia Georgia Bulldog. I'm yeah. I'm going to be pumped if he, he wins. He deserves to win. Yeah, but there's something about the Bengals this year. I just That's I, true. I, I just feel like they're they're probably going to have a good shot. So yeah, but anyway. I, I agree. I agree. I think it could go either way, but I'm taking Rams by seven. It'll be interesting, and I I'm looking forward to getting my box of calf. Last two last two items, and uh, folks, if you have not seen these, you need to either get Paramount Plus or Netflix. Uh, holy cow, 1883. I didn't think I could like it as much as Yellowstone. You got to watch it. Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, but it it is actually really good, and I can I could not believe like how good the acting was with Tim McGraw, Sam uh, Sam Elliott, and some of the other characters. Well, Terrific. Sam Elliott is so good. But I haven't seen it yet. I need to watch it. You need that. to watch it. Paramount yeah. Plus, uh, it's worth the money. Go go buy the app. It's worth the money. And then last but not least, you and I were talking about Ozark. Holy cow. Oh, uh, I did not see that season finale coming. So nope. for those out there who haven't finished it, you got something, a surprise. And just like my brother, I finally got him to start watching it. He watched the first episode. Next thing I know, he's like, man, I'm already finished with season one. So if you start watching it, chances are you're probably going to binge watch. So Yeah, that's a binge. There, that's there's, a your, there's your Netflix and chill for you and your spouse. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Ozark is so good. Uh, I, I don't know anyone who does doesn't like the show who's seen it so oh yeah, yeah. well tony uh tonight today uh on the show we're going to talk about some of the questions that we've gotten uh recently whether yeah. it's it's been in person where uh, at our, our courses that we teach whether it's been email questions or just general phone in we we've definitely uh we we forgot last week but i don't think the audience forgot because we still had two callers last week so same thing as this week uh if you would like to ask us a question give us a call first two that leave a voicemail we will get back to you immediately uh first thing monday morning and you you have an opportunity to have a 20 minute ask us anything session and once again anything you need uh, uh answered we will be happy to share information so 20 minutes uh, ask us anything, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. So the first question we're going to cover, Tony, I, I get this a lot, okay? And I know that there are those out there that are sitting there about to retire and going, what do I do? Uh, this question, and let me, let me read it. It says, I am entering retirement. And I hear all the time I should pay off my house and vehicles. What should I do? Well, here's the deal. You have good debt and you have bad debt. Okay. You, you've you heard, and if you're a Dave Ramsey, uh, acolyte, prod, prodigy, whatever you want to call it, uh, please do not get upset and rip your rip your radio out of your car right now because I'm going to completely go against something that he says. Uh, if you're talking about your vehicle, if you're talking about your, your home, uh, I, I'm really not a fan of paying that off. And Tony, I'll tell you why. 
when Dave Ramsey first started his marketing campaign, which essentially that's what that is. I don't care what anybody says. He's selling you books. He's selling you tapes. He's selling you, uh, you know, this, that, or the other. There's a reason why he's doing that. And if you can't figure out who the product is, you're the product. So (laughs) so good debt versus bad debt. There's something to be said for a mortgage versus a credit card. Uh, because credit oh, cards, sure. yes, yeah, you're paying, you know, right now, average credit card rate in this country, I think, is between 20 and 25 percent uh, because literally credit card companies got the the handcuffs taken off after the crisis. Uh, you know, you remember you had fixed rates prior to the crisis, after the crisis, everything's based off prime and yada, yada, yada. And all of a sudden you're yep. paying 15, 20 percent, 25 percent interest. So. If you're paying 20% interest on a credit card, I absolutely 100% agree. Take the money from your retirement account and pay it off. Why? Yep. Because, you know, if you're paying a 10, 12, 20% tax rate on the money that you're going to take out to pay it off, and you're paying off a 20 or 25% uh, effective interest rate, then guess what? That's a good move. You just made money. Okay, because that 25 percent is going to be compounding. You're not going to probably be making 25 percent compounded interest on your money. Right. So go ahead, knock it out. You're done. But as far as your home is concerned, Tony, I I just I hear this all the time. And I would just tell, you know, retirees, I'm not telling you to go out and and just, you know, go nuts and and buy a two million, three million dollar piece of property and whatever or, or, you know, go from uh, a a 2000 square foot home to a 5000 square foot home right before you retire. But if you've bought in the last five, 10 years, if you've refied in the last one to five years, chances are your interest rate is probably somewhere in the two to four range. Folks, listen, if you're paying 2%, 3%, let's just call it three, you're paying 3% interest on, let's say, a $200,000 mortgage, that's what? That's that's not a lot of money. That's only, what, $6,000 a year in interest? If you took $200,000 out to pay off that mortgage, guess what? You're going to have to probably take 250 or 260 because Uncle Sam is going to get his before you get yours. So you're going to spend 60 to keep from paying 6. Does that make sense, Tony? Yep. Because well, yeah, if you, if you take that, yeah, it's you take that money out of rotation, yeah. and then you you're done. Or I hear this a lot. Well, you know, Dave Ramsey told me if I put my five hundred dollars a year away, uh, I could be a millionaire. That, that that's true. Depending on time horizon, depending on what you put your money in, five hundred dollars a month can make a big difference over an extended period of time. But if you're talking about paying a car payment, and a lot of cars right now with interest rates being where they are are still in the sub four or 5% interest rate. Yeah. If you've got a $20,000 vehicle and you're paying once again, say 4% interest, 20,000, 4%, that's 800 bucks a year in interest. Why would you take money out of a taxable account to pay off a depreciating asset that you were literally seeing your money just flush down the toilet? Why not use the bank's money and pay the 800 bucks a month to service or 800 bucks a year to service the debt? Because yeah. yes, you're paying you're paying the payment. That's true, 
but you're also that is that is your cash that's going in there with that interest. So, yeah. you know, let, let's face it, you know, if you if you buy beyond your means, that's one thing. But if if you have a car that you can afford, why would you why would you go ahead and give the bank their money back at two or three or four percent whenever you could use their money and you could continue to earn and let's face it even if you just use your account to debt service the vehicle chances are you're paying very little if any in taxes if you do it right and you're able to extend that that period of time where it's able to grow and continue to make you money you're paying it into a depreciating asset so be smart don't just automatically give up your taxes and, and just because someone tells you that's a great idea it's it's not right you need to distinguish what is good debt what is bad debt credit card bad home auto right now not bad uh, that's that's actually that's actually okay it as long as you can afford it okay yeah. um so great question and tony i tell clients all the time and i tell i tell our attendees and i tell our our listeners here on the show the only bad question is the one you don't ask Okay, because uh, in almost every session that we that we get up in front of 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 seniors, we always get one or two questions that someone I see all the way across the room. I'm talking to to someone, say, on the far left and then out of the corner of my eye, the far right of the room, I will see a, a, a senior writing just feverishly trying to take notes. Why? Because chances are, folks your question is going to apply to someone else that listens to the show or maybe in the vicinity of the answer. So once again, if you have questions, give us a call 877-269-0839. You are not alone. You can also submit your question via the website, chancefinancialgroup.com, because at the end of the day, only bad question is the one you don't ask. Uh, right. Next right. question. So this was that was a great that was a great one. That's here's a good a, one because a lot of people one. don't do the math on the interest, and it's all about that. Yeah, it, and you know what? And and I'm I'm going to give Dave a little bit of a reprieve. I'm not picking on him completely. I will say this: when he when he went bankrupt initially, whenever he started his program, you had interest rates in the double digits in some yeah. cases. You had auto rates in the double digits. So I get it. I, well, and he's I spot on about credit card debt. Yes. I mean, yes. That that's the best thing that he's done for people, and he's helped so many people. Uh, oh yeah, the his snowball, program, the snowball get, approach. I get it. Yep, get out of credit card debt, and that is so important. If you can't handle credit cards and you have huge debt, cut them up. up. I I agree with that a hundred percent, and he's helped people. But his advice beyond that, he is not a licensed financial professional, and so when he gets into talking about stocks and insurance and retirement accounts. Uh, that's where you have to say, no, I need a trusted financial professional who's well, certified. Let, let's put a bow on it with this. Yeah. Once you once you have a marketing train that's that big running in one direction, it's yeah, very it's, difficult to course correct. It's true. Okay. It's true. All right. Next yeah. question. Next question. We've got uh, we've got just enough time to go to the next question. So uh have a, a pre-retiree question this is pretty good uh it's 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 about strategy within the the five-year window leading up to retirement so this person says hey i'm uh, my wife and i are retiring in the next five years 
I'm still working and we are in the top of the 22% bracket already. They don't give the income, but you know, top of that bracket's going to be about 170, right at 160, 170. So they're at the top of the 22% bracket already. Should I convert to Roth? Uh, obviously, they've probably heard us talk about Roth over and over. Uh, it says we have a 401k and then we already max it out with Roth, but we're not contributing to the Roth part. What should we do? You know, Tony, I, I will say this, and I, I've mentioned this over and over. It depends on what your situation is as to what you need to do, right? Roth conversion is is a great tool for a lot of people, but in this situation, I really am not a fan of Roth conversion for this client because think about this. If you're already in the 22% bracket, the goal is to pay less in in retirement taxes than you do in your working taxes. And if if you are if you are in the 22% bracket already, if you start doing Roth conversion, you're choosing to convert at 24. Right. Right, right. now, he's deferring at 22. He will be paying 24 to do conversion. For me, I don't know that the juice is worth the squeeze there. Uh, I will say this though. Oh, I think if this person and for the, if you're listening, I, I will I'm talking directly to you and your spouse. If you are not considering taking part, if you're if you're only in the 170 and you're not considering moving your contribution over to the Roth portion of the 401k, I really think you're missing out. Because right now, over 50 years old, you can put up to, I believe it's 27,000 a year away right now, 20,500 initially up to 50 and then 6,500 over 50. So you have $27,000 that you could contribute to your Roth without having conversion adding to your tax liability. So I know that you may feel like this is not going to make a huge difference, but you know, Tony, if you if you really consider all the options, let me let me do a little math real quick. So let's say that you have a couple that are putting in, uh, let's see, savings. They're putting in and maxing out. Both of them have their four hundred one ks. They max it out for five years, and they're putting away. Uh, see, fifty four thousand would be what nine. That's 12. So you're about 40, just say four, 4,000. Uh, we're going to round down, do 4,000 a month. If they're doing, they're trying to catch up and they have zero in Roth right now and they do that for five years, that's going to be almost $350,000 by the time they get potentially, depending on which, you know, obviously whether you're using stocks or bonds, we get a correction, but you could have between three and $350,000 of Roth that would have continued to compound into a tax time bomb that is now going to be in Roth. Folks, if you're five years and out like this couple, and thank you very much for the question, by the way, if you're five years and out like this couple and you're trying to set your flight path, so to speak, your landing pattern to go into retirement, if you have time to course correct, I, I would really encourage you. Roth conversion is going to be something later on in, in once you get across the retirement goal line that you're going to be able to investigate and probably use to your advantage. But right now, contributing and maxing out in that time frame, I mean, you think about it, Tony, if, if they're, let's just say, and they didn't give me their age, but let's say they're going to retire at 65. That means this person's 60 years old. So chances are, if let's say, for instance, they don't contribute another dime uh, from age 65 to 72, 
then that's going to be another seven years and zero. That could potentially save them a tax time bomb on close to three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, that's a ticking tax time bomb that you want well, to think avoid. about it. Think about it. You when you start taking RMDs, what if this person? We talked about it before. What if this person, because of the previous savings, because it didn't give us any balances, but what if the previous savings puts them in a position where their RMD could force them to pay more in Medicare? Right. I had a I had a client that uh, was just determined they wanted to do X amount of dollars because they said they did the math. Well, what they didn't realize is they didn't calculate the Irma impact. We've talked about Aunt Irma coming in town. It's the the income related Medicare uh, adjustment. So they were gonna if they converted too much, uh, actually about five thousand more than we were recommending because they were trying to push the envelope and catch up. They were gonna pay another three thousand to four thousand dollars a year for the, at least the next two years in Medicare adjustment. So, uh, folks, uh, I, I'm, I tell you guys this, you know, a little bit today can make a big difference tomorrow. And for that couple switching to Roth right now as a contribution, carrying that through the next five years and then allowing it to compound over the next seven after that until they reach 72, that dropped their uh, income tax because of RMDs they don't take. That's going to drop your RMD about 2020 to $25,000. That could be the difference in whether you're in the 12 bracket or the 22. That could be the difference in whether you're paying Irma or whether you're not paying Irma. Folks, these things have a lasting impact. We have to figure out what, where we are. Your financial health is just as important as your physical health. You know, a lot of people, I ask the question all the time when I'm speaking in, in public, how many of you guys go to the doctor and get a checkup on a regular basis? Almost every single person raises their hand, Tony. But I ask the <laughs> same question of how often do you get a financial checkup and nobody's hand goes up? Folks. If you don't, if you don't know where you are, how do you know where you're going? You don't know if you're off course if you can't find yourself on a map. You've got to know that what you're doing is is going to be strategically what's going to get you across the goal line. Because if if you, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like playing golf. You can hit it a mile, but if you hit it a mile into the trees, what have you really accomplished? Yeah, true. <laughs> Seriously, there's a lot of golfers out there. Take that in, take that to heart. If you if you want to hit the ball and you swing as hard as you can and you just crush it, but it goes in the trees and it takes you three shots to get out of the trees, maybe you should have swung a little bit easier and had a plan, maybe hit an iron on that hole or maybe just put it in the fairway, swinging easy, hit it 250, 220, whatever your your drive is and not tried to crush it and probably saved yourself a few strokes and possibly won that hole. It's the same thing with your retirement. So many times we're swinging for the trees and we don't have a plan on how we're going to attack the hole. And we end up even more frustrated than when we started because it doesn't turn out the way we want to. It's because we don't have a game plan that we execute. Uh, you know what? Uh, I just think uh, it's great when you answer these questions, um, but we're almost out of time here, Travis. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? We are actually in the process right now 
of, of, of getting ready to teach our courses in the Savannah area. So for those of you who'd like more information, give us a call 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. We'll be happy to send you all the information regarding the courses. Uh, it, same thing as the previous weeks. Folks, first two callers today, leave us a voicemail. Ask us anything, 20-minute session on us. Give us a call 877-269. 0839 or if you'd like to submit your question via email chancefinancialgroup.com all right thanks travis and that does it for today's episode of navigating your retirement with our host travis chance thank you for listening to navigating your retirement radio with travis chance don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 